This is John Floridus. Welcome to Musicians Spotlight. Our guest today is Kiana Parlor and the band Ranky Tanky.
This is John Floridas. Welcome to Musicians Spotlight. I'm very pleased to be welcoming by phone today Kiana Parler from the band Ranky Tanky. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing real good. I'm real excited to get a chance to talk shop with you. And we were saying before we started the interview that I got turned on to the band through uh, Clay, Clay Ross, who uh -huh. is also in the band Ranky Tanky. And he and Falu were doing a dual interview with me for uh, to highlight the music of American Patchwork Quartet. Mm -hmm. And in kind of digging into what Clay was doing, found Ranky Tanky. <laughs> I don't know where I've been, but there's <laughs> Ranky Tanky's been around and doing some great stuff. So uh, real excited, oh. real excited to uh, get a chance to talk with you about the group and, and feature the music. Let's maybe start with the other members of the group, because these are some outstanding musicians. We have uh, Charlton Singleton on trumpet and vocals. Um, and then we have Kevin Hamilton on bass. And Quentin Baxter, he's our drummer and our percussionist and our producer. He produced both albums. And um, they're all from Charleston. We're all natives. Clay's the only one. Clay's from the upstate of South Carolina. I'll give listeners just a little bit of a background. Uh, Ranky Tanky is a recent Grammy Award winner, a Grammy for Best Regional Roots album, Good Time. Uh, the band has been featured on Fresh Air with Terry Gross, uh, The Today Show, Joe Biden's inauguration. Am I, am I correct on that? Yeah. Uh, but number one recording in the jazz charts on Billboard, Amazon, and iTunes. Featured on Afropop Worldwide, All Things Considered, Downbeat, and Paste. Obviously, two of those programs are very familiar to our listeners. And looking on your your credits as well, there's some interesting. Saturday Night Live, The View, uh, The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, Good Morning America. So, yeah, some real interesting venues for you and your music. Well, you know, I... Um... I auditioned for American Idol season two and my room was the last room to get cut on American Idol. But in the midst of all of that, I remained friends and became friends with Clay Aiken and Ruben Studdard and, but Clay and I stayed in touch and um, we were, he was on Ellen one day performing and AOL Messenger was still around and we were messaging on, on AOL Messenger and I said, hey, Clay, your background singer has the same hairstyle that I'm wearing right now. And he responded back, oh, really? Would you like to go on tour with me? <laughs> and <laughs> I left home maybe a few months later after that to go visit him in L.A. and to audition as a background singer for his tour with Kelly Clarkson. And I ended up on the Jay Leno show twice in one week. And the rest has been history. I've been on, been out on the road for over 15 years. Like I've got to do some amazing things because of Clay Aiken, you know, and, and Kelly Clarkson and Ruben Studdard and David Foster. I've met so many amazing people because of Clay Aiken, you know? So that's how I, I got into the industry. Wow, that's a, that's a whole other side of the story that I don't think I was aware of. Yeah, I'm I'm all yeah. in my you know NPR world. <laughs> There's a whole other <laughs> the whole other thing yeah. going on that I I have I have missed. So uh, so great. Thanks for uh, filling us in on that, uh, Kiana. Let's let's start with you know we talked a little bit again before this interview started about Charleston, South Carolina. I know I've, I've been through there, but I haven't had a chance to really you know, be there and, and absorb what's going on there. Um, I want to hear about Charleston from you and just kind of tell me a little bit about 
you know, the flavors of, of Charleston and the Southeastern Sea Islands. And of course, we're going to be speaking about the Gullah culture, which some of our listeners, I'm sure, will be familiar with. Uh, but others, mm-hmm. this may be their introduction to it. Well, you know, Charleston is so rich in history. Um, food, the music, you know, where the Gullah people were brought over here because we we could grow rice, you know, it's, it's, it's our gold. Rice is gold for us here. And, um, so they came in, they brought us in, um, African-Americans and they covered the sea Island coast, the plains from Georgia to Florida to South Carolina. And our history started then once we landed here and we built buildings, a lot of the architecture that you see here today, which some people, says it resembles New Orleans because there's a direct connection between New Orleans and Charleston and, and the people who were first brought here, the, the, the Gullah people. Um, so we're known for our food, our music, our sweet grass baskets. And a lot of people are familiar with the song, um, Kumbaya, my Lord, mm-hmm, which is, it was here. It's where that song started by the Gullah people, and it's our song. And uh, so we've, we've been known for a long time through our historical aspects, but I think um, nobody could correlate the two with the Gullah people. You know, mm. you know the sound, you know the, you know the red rice, you know the, this rich in flavor and seasonings, and, and everybody knows about rice perlo. Some people call it rice pilaf and jazz music. You know, it all started here. Gullah is the root to so many different things that we still practice today. Even music, you know, it all started here with our Gullah culture. Kingdom, that's all right. 
sun Tell them all about the world that I came from Since my soul's gonna sit up in the kingdom That's alright That's alright That's alright That's alright It'll be alright My soul's gonna sit up in the kingdom That's alright That's alright Kiana Parler is joining us here on Musician Spotlight. Kiana, from another interview I was looking at online, I think it was PBS NewsHour, I loved this quote from you talking about uh, the music itself, um, that it grew up, if, if I get this correct, uh, the music grew up inside of you and you grew up inside of it. That is just such a, a beautiful way to describe um you know the, the the whole experience and your your entry into being a singer, and so I wanted to kind of use that as a, a way to to dive into asking you like when you started to sing and when it when you made that decision if there was a specific time and you said okay this is what I'm going to be doing with my life this is going to be my path. Um, for me growing up, my dad was a singer and my mom, my dad had a band back in the seventies and. Once they got married, they've been married for over 40 years now. Um, they were the wedding singers of our community. So I've never not known music. You know, some people grow up with just sports, mm-hmm, a sports family. Sure. I come from a musical family. My grandfather, my great-grandfather, he was blind, but he could play piano. And um, I've always known music. And I started in church, singing in church, and then... From there, I started taking vocal lessons in Charleston, actually, uh, at the Dock Street Theater. My vocal coach, she was a metropolitan um, opera soprano singer, and uh, I studied with her for many, many years. And so I don't think, you know, once Clay came to us with the idea of starting Ranky Tanky, and I've known Charlton and Quentin since I was a little girl, we all grew up in the church. And we're from different towns and cities, but the sound is still the same. You know, it's it's a rhythmic feel that it's just in us. I can't even describe, you know, we'll be in soundcheck joking around and I'll come up with a song like, like Freedom. You know, I came up with that after a phone call that I got, mm. but they were in soundcheck just playing around during soundcheck and that's how Freedom was birthed. But it's, it's almost like... Um, how do I not saying that with twin you know twins they have the same pattern, they're on the same wavelength. It's just in us. I I can't define it. Like it's just in us and, and there's nothing we can do. We can meet people all over, but it's just it's embedded in us, you know. It's in our DNA. That's the best way I can describe it. We're all on one accord and in sync as it pertains to the music and 
it goes, it dates back sure. to our original ancestors. Like all of this comes back from our ancestors who started this and it's just being carried on through our blood. It's in our blood. Even with my son, when I watch him, some of the things that he does, he's his daddy's child and, and drumming and playing drums. He's just, it's in his DNA mm-hmm. and he has never, you know, we never taught him any drum lessons. He just jumped on the drums and started playing. So it's just, it's something that's in us. I can't, it's, it's very spiritual. The more I think about it, you know, it's a spiritual connection. Yeah. One of the things that comes to my mind when I hear you talk like that is, uh, I feel like there's a, there's a rhythm in so many different things in, in language, mm-hmm. in our interactions with one another, with, um, uh, humor. I've always this, I've always been fascinated yep. with the rhythm of humor. You know that that can come from different cultures, can come from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. Yeah, you know, it's it's like the more I um, dig into the history, because there's so much history that I'm still learning. You know, and and going around the world and just seeing other people's history, and I, it all comes back to this has always been the path that I'm supposed to be on because I was being set up from my childhood with me starting in the church. And I have, I have a party band here. I have a jazz band and this has all been set up for where I'm at now with us, you know, winning the Grammy for roots music, which is who we are. You know, the Gullah people are very rich and strong in their heritage and roots. So it was all in, in the universe, the divine's plan. Like, I've been ready for this my entire life. I just didn't, wasn't able to tap into it until God saw that it was fit. You know, it was Mm. time. It was something that it wasn't forced. It just organically happened for us.
We're speaking today with Kiana Parler from the band Ranky Tanky, and you're listening to Musician Spotlight. Kiana, I wanted to ask a little bit more about the formation of the group, and I know a little bit about the history of that. If I understand correctly, again, Clay was kind of the catalyst behind that in trying to, you know, kind of get a, a cohesive vision of where you were going to go with this with this group and the music that you were going to play. Do I have that correct? Yeah, so Ranky Tanky actually started before I came along. I think they played maybe one or two gigs and they tried singing, you know, and it was an instrumental band. We've all played together individually in bands for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Clay came to them with the vision of, you know, he's been traveling the world and, and seeing different cultures and everybody is celebrating their heritage and their culture, but he had not seen anyone celebrate the Gullah culture. And Clay and, and Quentin and, and Kevin and, and Charlton thought it was hilarious because that's all we've ever known and ever done, but none of us ever thought about you know, creating a band just to focus on the Gullah aspect, mm-hmm. you know, because that's our way, our daily yeah. life, our way of living. Yeah. Right. So It's not a mission yeah, statement, so it's just when, the way you live. Yeah, so it was like, okay. So they went along with it, and Clay called me, and I hadn't talked to Clay since I did Saturday Night Live. That was, man, about 10 years. And um, he said, I have had this idea, and... You know, we want to go tour the world and, and celebrate the Gullah culture and, and the history. And he'd done extensive research. And he, I mean, he even baptized his baby in the church when he was here doing doing the work. Mm. And um, so I came along and we, Charlton and I and Clay, we rehearsed one night um, for, for a service that was happening here in Charleston for the Christmas tree lighting. And they introduced Ranky Tanky. And Charlton and I were just standing there like, who is Ranky Tanky? And Clay was like, that's us. Come on, let's go. <laughs> we didn't even know the name of the band or anything <laughs> until that night when we got on stage. Oh, my gosh. So we've always, yeah, so that that was a funny part. But, yeah, it just, it's taken off after NPR, you know, the band has really taken off. But I... I'm so thankful because as an, an a solo artist, I could never figure out what it is that I wanted to do, whether it was jazz or gospel or R&B. I just couldn't figure it out. So Ranky Tanky is all of that intertwined in one because it's the color music is the root to all music. So this is right up my alley. And I feel like this is my purpose and, and where I'm, where I'm should be, where I'm supposed to be. And, and winning a Grammy just makes it even better, you know, that, we are on the right path and it's not on our time. It's, it's on on God's time. So that's, this has been a beautiful journey for us as a family as well. And Keanu, we're well into the interview and I haven't had you explain what the, what the, what the term ranky tanky means. I've read about it, but I want you to say it. (laughs) So ranky tanky, it means it's a gullet term for, uh, work it, move it, you know, get funky that's how I like to say it. It means work it and get funky. There's an old saying in the Gullah community, if you don't move, rigidity is next to death. So you have to keep moving because when you stop breathing, you stop moving, there's no longer any life in you. And the Gullah people were happy people in spite of all the adversity that they faced. And, you know, we still believe that 
better days were coming and it was ahead of us. And that's where Ranky Tanky comes from. You gotta keep moving mm. and keep it funky. Yeah. Who is the greatest? We are the greatest. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive. Yeah. Definitive. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Old lady come from Mostar, had two hands and a rooster, rooster. The old lady cried, that's no need eggs like she used to. Old lady come from Mostar, had two hands and a rooster, rooster died. The old lady cried, that's no need eggs like she used to. Oh, my, look so, oh, my, look so. Who been here since I've been gone? Two little boys with a blue caps on, leaning on a hickory stick. Probably gonna stop them good. Painting my head, painting my heart. We'll be back with more Musicians Spotlight and our visit with Kiana Parlor of the band Ranky Tanky. Welcome back to Musicians Spotlight and our visit with Kiana Parlor and the band Ranky Tanky.
This is John Floridas. You're listening to Musicians Spotlight. I'm speaking today with Kiana Parler of the band Ranky Tanky. I wish we had way more time to get into so many more things. This is really a, a great uh, opportunity to, to talk to a terrific musician and a terrific band that's doing some, I think, some really important work here. Um, I want to talk about the album Good Time, which is the one that won the Grammy Award. And a couple different things that strike me about this. I mean, if I understand correctly, this is the first one that you did original songs, first recording you did 
you know, original songs as opposed to traditional stuff. And I wanted to ask how that process worked for the group. And it seems like you do a really good job of kind of finding this balance between preservation and exploration in the music, if that makes sense. And I wanted to ask if you could speak to that. Um, thank you. So the process for us is, is it's organic. We'll start in sound check, just playing around. And let's take Freedom, for example. I had just gotten a very bad phone call business-wise. It was really bad. And uh, I've been going through some personal things. And I walked back into rehearsal and sound check. And the band was just playing. They were just doing sound check. And for some reason, we never start sound check playing our own music. We just start just jamming, mm. you know. And that's how I came up with freedom because that phone call was that bad. That was like, none of us are free. Like, I want freedom. And I just started singing freedom. And <clears throat> Charlton joined in. Clay joined in. And that's how freedom was birthed. Like, we did not set out to, like, make an album to win a Grammy. You know, this is still what our ancestors went through because we're still going through the same things. It's just a different time. The years change, but it's still the same struggles and we all want freedom. None of us are free. And, and that's how freedom came about. Like when I look back at what's going on in the world right now, like I think if people realize we're all fighting for the same thing and if we would just take a breath, just breathe and join together and unite. You realize we all want freedom. None of us are really free. So that's how freedom came about. And and so did Stand By Me. Stand By Me came from some personal struggles as well. And then we have, um, what's another one? I can't even think of the other song. Uh, Beat Them Down. Mm. That came to me in a dream. Like a lot of these songs come to me in my dreams. And I just... It's it's still respectful and to to the Gullah community is still their story and our story because we're all a, a part of that. So it's just organic for us. Well, what comes to mind when you talk about those songs is, you know, in the case of so many songs that really resonate with people, taking something personal from the artist and having it be transferable to a more of a you know, a general application, a universal application. Yeah. You know, that's that's um, to me, that's that's what the best songs do. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, in Freedom, I say, uh, Oh, say, can you see? That was so important for me to get that in mm. into that song because it's all of us. It's not just people of color. It's the entire world. Like, that song is, you know, that part of the song. And when we sing that song, Oh, Say, Can You See by the Dawn's Early Light, like, that, for me... We all, we, we're not free yet. And I just wish the world, <clears throat> we would reunite and not look at race, you know, and let's fight together for one common goal, freedom for everyone, you know, yeah. and, and it's not fair. We got a long way to go, but I'm glad musically I could express myself, you know, and, and try to make a difference. But it, it did feel good knowing that we're touching other people and that the Academy recognized our work that we put into this album because we definitely did not set out to create an album to win a Grammy. We set out to create an album to 
to get across to people, you know, to touch souls and move people, right. you know. And so we had good intentions when we made this album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Again, it seems like the best way to do it. You don't if you, if you try to if you try to make an album that was going to win a Grammy, it seems like that would that that doesn't seem like it would fit really well with, with this band. You know, it, it, it no, wouldn't. No, and then the disappointment. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't come out right. So, you know, we just, you know, from day one, we wanted to make music to reach the masses, to get out the message across about the Gullah people. Now, we do have other uh, choirs and groups here that sings Gullah music, and they've gone on to do amazing things, but there was nobody on the secular, the more contemporary aspect. Mm-hmm. Because we put a contemporary twist to these songs so we can reach the new generations and to broaden out, you know, our reach. So that's that's the difference in us. And like we have the plantation singers here. We have Magnolia singers here. And that's that's what broadened our reach, the contemporary reach. Because like my son, he knows these songs because he's in the church and this is. This has been in him since day one. You have been in church. You've been playing drums for the church. But to reach other people in other countries, you know, we had to put a twist on it. In these hard times, filled with shadows, when the dark clouds call my name, when these devils swarm all around me, that's when my love beats down like rain. Beat them down, love. Beat them down, love. I'll use my heart's love to beat them down. Beat them down, love. Beat them down, love. I'll use my heart's love to beat them down.
Tian, I wanted to ask a little bit more about the first recording, which was just simply called Ranky Tanky. And you've touched a little bit on, on this, but lyrically, when we're looking at some of the more traditional tunes that you guys were doing, you know, granted, doing your own twist on them, but lyrically, talk to me a little bit about what's, what's going on there. So a lot of songs on the first album were actually kids' games oh. that we turned into... Yeah, those are some of the songs have kids games that that goes with it, and um, so we just took kids games and and we made them into made music with it. And like I said, more contemporary twists. So and then you have Old Death. Um, sure. That's a song about dying, and one thing about our people, the Gullah people, we celebrated everything because. You've made it over. You go see Sweet Jesus, you know. So that's a whole another, a whole another dimension that you're entering, from being on Earth. You know, we have a saying, "Good work, well done, thy good and faithful servant." So you've been faithful on Earth. You've done your work on, on Earth, and you're on your way to meet God, which is glory for us. You know, so we celebrate death, as well. So that's how you know. Old death's meaning and that's all right. That's another song about death, you know, being excited that your soul is going to sit up in the kingdom of God, you know, and we're not going to weep and moan about it. We're going to celebrate you making it to heaven, mm. you know, to see mighty King Jesus. Well, it seems that there's a, a unique blend of darkness and light in this music, and, yes. you know, both in lyrics and also in, in, it's just kind of in the harmony to me. I mean, the kind of the blend of in and out of major and minor tonality. Uh, there's a real cool blend there that uh, I think really, really brings a strength to the music. Thank you. Thank you. We, I think, you know, Clay and, and Charlton and myself, we, uh, it's, it's like we're family. And when you've been with each other so long, um, you learn each other's, vocal patterns and we just it's just organic for us it's not like we're setting out to like make it the vocals and the minors and the majors we're just creating a, a sound mm. you know that'll resonate with all right. and not be categorized in one specific area so that's the fun part of working with them it's, it's so easy I've been a background singer for years and this is probably the the easiest two guys I've ever worked with, you know, harmonically. Hmm. And it's been really fun. I think that comes through. That definitely comes through in the music. Fun and depth. Thank you. You know, it's too often sometimes you get one or the other. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that, you know, that that you can bring the depth to the party. Thank (laughs) you. You know, and the party to the depth, too. So. Yeah.
speaking today with Kiana Parlor, and she's calling us from Charleston, South Carolina. Again, great to be speaking with you today. Kind of tying into what we've been talking about so far in the interview, I wanted to visit the idea of how you've been able to take this music, which comes from a very specific culture, and take it to other parts of the world. And one of the programs I was watching for research was an interview where you were talking about visiting the Czech Republic. Oh my God, the Czech Republic. I'll never forget that. It was like, it was nobody there at this festival at the stage, but when it was showtime, thousands of people came running in. 
And we performed, and at the end of our performance, they were chanting, Ranky Tanky, Ranky Tanky. And we came back out and we did an encore. And this was on the first album. And I think that was the defining moment for us, live music with a large crowd that this is really happening all over the world for us. Like, not just the U.S., but to receive love from other countries. Like, that was that was probably one of the most coolest moments for us to have thousands of people chanting that, that couldn't speak English. <laughs> ranky-tanky. Ranky-tanky. I, I love the way they say ranky-tanky. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, we've been to Iqaluit, which is near the Arctic, and to receive love from them and to experience their culture. And it, it's a beautiful thing getting there and people knowing who you are because I've never been to some of these places before. So that 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 was a defining moment for us. Like, it's, it's unbelievable that someone celebrating us, we're in the U.S., not knowing what's going on overseas until we get there, knowing that these people know you guys. Like, that's an amazing feeling. Kiana, we're doing this interview, we're recording it in, well, it's going to be May tomorrow, <laughs> May yeah. uh, 2021. And we're doing this in a very, very interesting time on the planet, <laughs> you know, as far as mm-hmm. how we are dealing with a pandemic and how the music industry is shut down has been brought so many changes to the world on such a, well, yeah, on such a global level, obviously. So my question is, as we sit here on uh, April 30th, 2021, and we look forward, and you look forward, talk to me about what your thoughts are about going forward here into 2021 and beyond. You got a lot of stuff on your plate, sounds like. A lot of great stuff. Yeah, we're we're talking about the the next album. but, you know, you don't want to feel rushed to put out another album just to release an album. You want it to be right. right. 
you know, and my songs come to me in my dreams. So I have a, a ton of songs on my phones that we have not even tapped into yet, but we're still catching up from being home for so long and, you know, going out on dates and playing dates. So I'm I'm more so excited about performing live, yeah. you know, getting to see people and to to perform for people. I love doing virtual, but it's still not the same as seeing people and and interacting with them from the stage. It makes a big difference. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm, I'm really excited about. And this next album, when it happens, it'll happen. But, you know, I don't I don't want it to be forced or rushed. It needs to be right. So that's what we're just going to take our time and make some good music to keep blessing people, you know, the way that we've been blessed and spreading the Gullah culture throughout the world. RankyTanky.com is the name of the website we want to send listeners to, as well as KianaParlor.com. I'm going to spell that one more time. Q-U-I-A-N-A-P-A-R-L-E-R, KianaParlor.com and RankyTanky.com. Great ways to check in on the band, check in on Kiana and all the different stuff that she's got going on. Can't thank you enough for making time to visit with us here on Montana Public Radio and on Musician Spotlight. It's really been a treat getting a chance to talk shop with you. And I'm really hopeful that as we move forward here, somehow we'll get a chance to, uh, to get you back out here to Montana and maybe uh, get a chance yeah. to visit face to face and, and uh, talk some more. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. This is John Floridas. You've been listening to Musicians Spotlight. Our guest today has been Kiana Parlor and the band Ranky Tanky. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so through the Montana Public Radio website, mtpr.org, as well as through our own website, musicianspotlight.org. You can also find us online on Twitter and on Facebook. Our program is available as a podcast from those websites, as well as through iTunes and Spotify. Musicians Spotlight is a production of Montana Public Radio.